Welcome to the Females on Fire podcast, where I hope that you'll gain both the tools you need to grow your business and the motivation you need to create your dream life. I'm Haley Luckadoo, motivational speaker, serial entrepreneur, huge lover of Dr. Pepper, and of course, the host who will be introducing you to the phenomenal women sharing their stories and expertise to inspire you, help you succeed, and set your soul on fire. Hi, ladies, and welcome back. Before we dive into a new episode, I want to quickly tell you about my partnership with HoneyBook. HoneyBook is an easy-to-use client management platform where you can manage contracts, invoices, and workflows, track your time, create automated processes, and even create a customized portal for your clients to access. It's got everything, and I've partnered up with them to bring you an incredible offer. Just use the code HaleyLuckadoo or click the link in the description to get 50% off your first year subscription. I love using HoneyBook for my business, but I love to save money even more. So if you need a client management software or have considered making the switch to HoneyBook, now is the time. Again, just use the code HaleyLuckadoo or click the link and save yourself $200 while simplifying your life. I promise you will not regret it. Today, I am really excited because we are talking with Christine Chin, and we're going to be talking all about circadian rhythm and how it affects your time management skills. Christine is awesome. She's got so many accomplishments, and she's absolutely incredible. She's an international trainer, a TEDx speaker, and a writer whose mission is to help entrepreneurs reach their dreams through psychology. She's also a community leader for women tech makers and the Google Developers Group, and she spoke numerous times for Google. So that is so cool. She's got some amazing accomplishments. And like I said, she's going to talk all about your personal circadian rhythm, how you figure out what that is, and really how it affects your time management skills in regards to business and how you can better use that knowledge to be more productive and efficient in your business. Hi, Christine. Thank you so much for being on the show today. Hi, Haley. We're definitely excited to have you. Like I said before, we're going to be talking all about circadian rhythm and how it affects time management. And Christine is going to give us all of her advice on that. But before she does that, Christine, will you tell everybody who you are, where you came from, and how you got into this line of work? Perfect. So first of all, Haley, thank you for having me on. I'm so excited to be on Females on Fire. I'm sure all of you are driven, ambitious women just like me. And I'm so excited to share with all of you today all about time management and some misconceptions we have about it. But before that, a little bit about me. Um, My name is Christine. I'm an international trainer, speaker, and I'm also a writer. So uh, trainer-wise, I'm certified by Google. So I do I'm Remarkable trainings and for speaking, I've spoken at TEDx on, uh, in France and I'm also an official speaker of Google Developers Group in Taiwan as well as Women Tech Makers in Taiwan. So 
I also write a lot on personal development and psychology. So I'm an MA psychology student at Pepperdine University. And before venturing into psychology, I'm a tech entrepreneur. So I've started multiple businesses uh, in the tech and tourism space. So how I got into time management, so it all began um, with my family. So I grew up in an entrepreneurial household. Uh, I grew up in two countries, the Philippines and Taiwan. And I lived in China and France and in the United States, which is where I am right now. Um, and I've traveled to over 125 cities. That's my background. I've always lived in uncertainty. So my parents are both entrepreneurs as well. And they live and breathe entrepreneurship, they breathe uncertainty, they breathe hustle. So I grew up watching them building their business. And uh, unfortunately, my mom, so she created three successful businesses from scratch. Uh, unfortunately, uh, she was diagnosed terminal cancer three years ago. And cancer can't be avoided. Uh, it's genetic, a large part of it. But what really struck me and what made me shift into a career in psychology and time management is when I asked her, mom, why do you smoke and drink that much? So my mother, uh, just as context, so some of you may be smokers. My mom is an intense smoker. She smokes at least four boxes of cigarettes a day and she drinks a lot. So I was like, why are you doing this to yourself? And her reply was so shocking. She told me, look, Christine, um, in the world of business and entrepreneurship, if you don't follow the rules, if you don't tire yourself until 2 a.m., 3 a.m., if you don't drink, if you don't smoke, if you don't socialize like the man, because she was in a very male-dominated environment, you won't get really far. You have to adapt to the burnout culture, technically. And so for me, I was like, is this really the way to go? Is this really the future of entrepreneurship where we have to burn ourselves out, where we have to sacrifice our mental well-being? So at that time, I was in Taiwan, and I told myself, there has to be a solution to this. Is there a way that we can combine health and business success? Can health contribute to wealth? Right. So I carried on this question with me to Los Angeles, where the wellness and fitness and spirituality realm, it's the heart of uh, everything right, for wellness. And I went in with this question. And what I found out after reading more than 400 books, after studying psychology, after uh, learning with a Buddhist monk and studying and meeting so many successful people is that burnout is a myth. It's all about time management. A lot of successful people, including the richest man on earth, Jeff Bezos, he actually sleeps and takes care of himself. And the magic lies in the way that he manages his time. And that really got me intrigued and what got me into studying the world's most successful people and how they were able to successfully engineer their bodies engineer their mental well-being to prosperity. That is incredible. Like absolutely incredible. It's crazy to me what your mom told you because it just, I mean, 
being a woman in business, I know it's, it's kind of hard. I mean, it's hard for anybody to be in business, but I think women, especially because most of the time we are in industries that are male dominated or we don't necessarily always feel like we have a seat at the table with the men. And so it's crazy to me that your mom like felt that way and said that to you and, and felt like that's how it had to be. And I I love that. I love that it sent you on this journey to figure out how that could be different and how you could influence that style of being and that world so that it didn't always have to be that way. I love that. Yeah. And I think especially is true for people in Asia as well. If there's any Asian listeners, uh, drinking is a big part of business, right? So you have to drink hard liquor to be able to just talk to these powerful people, right? And in the West, I think um, this, what do you call this? The alcohol of the West is not sleeping. That's what I noticed. A lot of entrepreneurs don't really sleep and it's like a badge of honor in the West. So that's what I'm set out to change as well and to tell people that as long as you manage your time well, you can actually sleep well and sleeping actually scientifically proven increases your well-being. Wow. That's so interesting. I always love hearing about other cultures and especially as it relates to business, but that's so crazy to me that like people feel like they can't sleep or they won't be able to keep up. Like I love my sleep, so I would not be able to handle that. (laughs) Me too. Well, let's dive in. And first of all, can you just talk about, because I know you have kind of specialized in circadian rhythm and how it affects time management. So can you just tell everybody first and foremost, what circadian rhythm is? Right. So uh, circadian rhythm is all about your body and how uh, it regulates your sleep. And it's all about energy, like in simple terms. So let me give you an example, a clear example of what circadian rhythm is if we look at the environment. Okay. So there was a research that was done So this female scientist put her plant inside a dark room uh, in a a dark cabinet, right? And then she wanted to find out if the plant would bloom even if there were no sun. So she literally like taped her windows, uh, everything with sunlight. She wanted to see if plants actually also have what we so-called the Carcadian rhythm. Does it bloom according to when the sun comes in? Or does it bloom because it biologically blooms, right? And what she found out was really striking. Even if she closed all the lights, uh, turned off all the lights and taped all her windows, even in darkness, the plant bloomed without sunlight. And that shows that because all bi- we're all biological, uh, humans, plants, animals, we're all the same. That shows that internally we have a biological clock running and the magic of Arcadian rhythm is once you get a hang of how your body works once you understand your body and what time it feels sleepy what time it's most energetic what time it's most productive you can manipulate your schedule so as an example i love to give an example of uh People always say you have to wake up at 5 a.m., right? That is in almost all the articles you see. To be a millionaire, you have to wake up at 5 a.m. But in biology, some people are wired 
to be night owls. So our whole culture that's telling us to wake up at 5 a.m. doesn't work for night owls and it actually lowers down their productivity. So that is the magic of Carcadian rhythm. If you know what kind of animal you are, are you a morning bird? Are you a lark, which is the afternoon bird? Or are you an owl? You will get to fix your schedule in a way that suits you and you don't have to listen to popular advice. That is so interesting. And I, I've i never really like studied circadian rhythm. So I, I have to admit that I don't know too much about it, but this is the reason I wanted to have you on the show because it's so interesting to me because like you said, there's so many articles that are like, oh, you have to get up at 5 a.m. or 6 a.m. and do a workout and meditate and then be in the office by, you know, seven or eight in the morning. And for me personally, I'm a night owl. Mm. So I cannot do that. Like I cannot get up that early. I'm not productive. I don't feel good. I can't do it. And so for me, I'd rather be in the office by like nine or 10 and work a little later and then take a break and be with my husband and, and, you know, do whatever we're going to do. And then after he goes to bed, I kind of go back to work for a little while. I do my best work at like midnight and go to bed super late and a lot of people don't understand that and especially right, exactly yeah especially a lot of my like entrepreneur friends who are morning people and they do get up at 6 a.m and you know sometimes it's because they have kids or whatever but but a lot of times they're like oh my gosh how do you stay up until like two in the morning how do you get any work done if you're not awake and you know at six and seven a.m and i'm like if i get up at six a.m the world must be ending because i can't do it i just can't i I'll get up and I'll feel nauseous and I'll, I just, I won't be able to work for the rest of the day. So, so it's so interesting that you say that because now I kind of feel like it's justified. Like I'm not just the one weird, weird person in my group. Like it's, it's just a justified thing. So that's so cool. Right. And I love that because you know yourself and you accept yourself to be a night owl. But a lot of night owls out there who may be listening, you may feel like, oh my God, am I undermining myself if I don't wake up at 5 a.m.? But I just want you to know if you're a night owl, just work on your schedule and respect your rhythm, respect your energy. Yeah. Well, now that leads me to ask, do you, because you've studied it, do you feel like the circadian rhythm, is it somewhat genetic? Because like, for example, my dad is a night owl and has always stayed up super late and doesn't really like to get up in the morning. And I feel like I got it from him. So do you feel like it's a little bit genetic or is it just sort of like on an individual basis? Right. This is a great question. Uh, like all most of the things in psychology, including intelligence, including ambition, resilience, when it comes to sleep and circadian rhythm, it's half genetic and half environment, right? So absolutely right. Your father is a morning person. Most likely uh, you will be a morning person because you've been, uh, you come from him and you also grew up with him, right? So it's, it's both. Interesting. That's so interesting. I love this conversation. I'm so excited. Like I'm, I just, I love learning stuff like this. And so I'm 
I'm so excited to hear that I'm not crazy and <laughs> uh, it's okay. Yeah, and I want to share with you more like, about you and about night owls and all the night owl female entrepreneurs who are listening. Yeah, definitely. Well, and, and you mentioned, is it the lark? That's like the afternoon person. Mm -hmm. So yeah, yes. I feel like most people feel like you're either an early bird or a night owl. And I know uh, we had Joy Spencer on a few weeks back and she was talking about how you helped her realize that she was an afternoon lark. And so can you, I, I never knew there was like a middle ground, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. So I feel like most right. people are like, oh, you're either an early bird or a night owl. So it's interesting that there's, there's something in the middle. So what is that? What's the afternoon lark? What are they used to? So I will actually link to you the test uh, at a PDF file that you can maybe share to your listeners. It's a quick test to show if you're an early bird, a lark, or an evening owl. So the lark is very much similar to the early bird. Uh, it's just that you peak more at uh, from 8 a.m. to 12 p.m. If you're a morning person, it's usually 4 to 5 a.m. to 8 a.m. And in the afternoon, you lag a bit. The difference between the morning and the lark is that the lark uh, still functions at noontime, right? So for early birds, I'm an early bird myself. Uh, around 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. is my lag time. So for larks, it's actually an advantage for you because corporate settings, uh, it's perfect for you, right? You peak uh, 9 a.m., uh, 8 a.m. to 12 p.m. It's perfect morning time. So that's the lark. That's so interesting. Gosh, I love this. <laughs> well, let's talk a little about how that relates to time management. So you mentioned, obviously, if you know your body and you know your circadian rhythm, then it'll be easier to figure out when you're going to best be able to work. But can you talk a little more about how this really affects your time management skills? Perfect. So when our body uh, functions at its best, so that's our peak hours. So for morning uh, early birds, it's in the a.m. time. For lark, it's a.m. to noon. And for night owls, it's at night. It's best during this time for you to do executive work, work that is the core of your business. So today, let's say you're a marketer. So Facebook ads, market strategy, uh, Instagram posts, uh, and strategizing Instagram, all of these things are best to be done during your peak hours. Uh, and during your downtime for morning uh, early birds is during the afternoon, including the lark as well, which is late afternoon. And for night owls, your low time is in the morning, right? You can't really work. So during that time, it's best for you to do creative work, work like painting, drawing, uh, creating graphic design, Instagram posts, things that are less stressful and that requires your imagination. So once you know what kind of person you are, how your body works best, you'll be able to schedule, first of all, your meetings better. So you can tell your team, look everyone, uh, my brain is at its peak during the afternoon. Can we set our meeting during this time, right? And this is actually for the betterment of the whole team and for your whole business as well, because studies show that when you're stressed out, when you're angry or when you're sad, it actually affects how you make decisions. 
So if you're a night owl and in the morning you are grumpy, anger actually shows, according to studies, uh, anger shows uh, an increased risk for high risk decisions. Right, you'll make riskier decisions because you're angry. So this is very, very dangerous for a business, right? So the key is understanding yourself improves your business and improves how you set your meetings, improves when you do your creative work, and improves your overall team management. That's awesome. Yeah, it it makes so much sense now hearing that because I'm always wanting to do like my clients work or podcast editing or things like that, like really late at night. And I never mm. could really figure out why, like when I wake up during the day and I come into the office, usually the first thing I want to do is just take care of like emails or create graphics or things like just like the really easy things, you know? And so now it makes sense. So I love, I love this because I, I feel like I'm really learning something here. And I think our listeners are really going to enjoy this too. I love this, Haley, because you figured this out by, in a way, doing the work yourself by listening to your body. And this extra knowledge that I'm sharing to you guys today is an added booth. What this really does is to make you accept yourself and you can 10 times uh, your productivity knowing that you peak at night. So I'm glad that you're very self-aware and I love it. Yeah, I love that we're having this conversation because I feel like, you know, I, I definitely acknowledge that I'm a night owl and kind of use it to my advantage a little bit. But I, I know we've got a lot of listeners who, you know, they read those articles that you and I were talking about and they're like, okay, I've got to do this. I've got to get up at 5 a.m. I've got to get in a workout. I've got to meditate and I've got to be completely done with work by like four or five o'clock when my husband gets home. And they feel like, if to be an entrepreneur, that's what they have to do. And so I love that this conversation kind of opens the door for you to just, like you said, accept who you are and listen to your own body and what it's telling you and really start doing the thing that's actually going to work for you and work for your business versus what everybody else is doing. 100%. And I will add a story, Jeff Bezos, he doesn't work. So I studied and read some of his articles he doesn't wake up at 5 a.m uh, he he actually starts work at 10 a.m so for all the afternoon larks out there it's okay if you start work later i mean the world's billionaire is doing the same thing so you're not alone yeah and there's really a lot of entrepreneurs out there who are hiding and doing work at night uh, and the 5 a.m is really what i would say is, is a self-imposed myth to show that in a way, like there's a formula for success. But honestly, after studying so many people, uh, there really is no one formula. And the key is to really just accept yourself and understand how you work. That's awesome. Yeah, I feel like the only formula for success is just to put in the work and it shouldn't matter when you're putting it in. 100%. Yeah. Well, Christine, this conversation was awesome. And I'm so excited. I can't wait for our audience to hear it because I think this is going to be so helpful in helping them figure out what really works best for them. And we'll definitely put uh, that quiz that you were talking about in the show notes so that they can take it and kind of get an idea of what really is going to work best for their body and their business. 
And hopefully this helps a lot of people with, you know, really starting to do the work that's best for them instead of what's best for everybody else. Exactly. Yeah. Well, since it's the end of the episode, I do have a fun little lightning round that I always do with our guests. So are you ready? Uh Uh-huh. All right. What is the first thing that you do when you wake up in the morning? Silence. Silence. Like, do you meditate or you just sit? And I actually kind of follow be- Hal Elrod's book, The Miracle Morning, because so, I'm a morning person. So I start with silence uh, before I do my meditation. Cool. So I, like I love that. In, yeah. So I stay in tune first with what's happening in my body and bef- uh, before I meditate. I love that. Just kind of taking a second to wake up and just be present. I love, I like that. All right. What is the last book that you read? I know you read a lot of books, so I imagine that you've read something recently. Okay. It's a philosophical book. It's called When Nietzsche Wept. It's by Irving Yalom. He is a psychologist at Stanford University. It's all about uh, a philosopher and a psychologist conversation. So that's the, the book I'm currently reading. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah. I, knew, I, I felt like you were going to have a really cool recommendation because I know you read a lot. <laughs> I love this book. He's an awesome psychologist uh, and I would highly recommend him. Irvin Yalom. Very cool. We'll have to check that out for sure. What is your favorite tool to use for business? Is there a tool or a service or a resource that you recommend to everybody? Okay, this is very simple. Google Calendar. It's it's Google Calendar. That's a good one. Google Calendar. Yeah, and Evernote. I live by these two tools. Yeah, I'm such a calendar girl. So I have a digital one, I have a paper one. So that's perfect. I love that. All right. Last question. What is your favorite quote? Oh my goodness. So many. Okay. What's in my heart right now. Uh, And it's the same by philosopher Nietzsche. And it's the quote, Amor Fati. So Amor means love. Fati means faith. And uh, fate, F-A-T-E, a lover of fate. So the whole code basically means whatever life throws at you, whether it's good or bad, it's painful or it's, uh, it's brings you joy. Everything is according to fate. And if you learn to approach things from the intention of love, everything will be okay. So that's my favorite code. Oh, I love that. I love that so much because that's so good. And I feel like especially for business owners, because, you know, life gets a little stressful and and things go wrong. And so that's just a nice reminder that it's all going to work out. So I love that. Mm -hmm. Well, tell everybody where they can find you. What's your website, social media, all of those things. Awesome. So my website is christinechan.com slash learn with Christine. Uh, and my Christine actually has no age. So it's C-R-I-S-T-I-N-E. Uh, I have my weekly newsletter there and lots of freebie. And I'm also on Instagram, uh, Christine Shin Chen. So it's fairly new. So please show some support. And I'm also on Medium and Quora, where I answer a lot of questions on personal development 
entrepreneurship and growth. Uh, you can find me on those two websites at Christine Chen. Perfect. Well, Christine, thank you so much for coming on today. Like I said, I really feel like this is such a great conversation and is really going to help a lot of our listeners out with their business. So I just really appreciate your time and your advice and you showing up today. Thank you so much, Haley. I'm so excited for all of you. Well, ladies, that's it for this time. But don't forget to head over to the show notes to grab special bonus content from our guests. I'd love if you could show your support for the show. So if you have just a minute, leave a five-star review about how much you love this podcast. Then head over to femalesonfirepodcast.com and grab your Females on Fire apparel. Get a t-shirt, hat, and more because it all goes to fund the podcast. And don't forget to show off your new swag to all your friends on social media and tag me at Females on Fire and at Haley Luckadoo. I'll be back next week with another great show for you. But until then, keep reaching for those dreams that set your soul on fire.